Morning all, it is Thursday, February 29, the Big Sports Breakfast, Sky Sports Radio and Radio Tab. A very good morning to you wherever and however you are listening and the Matildas 10-0, 10-0 last night. Uh, it looks like the Uzbekistan side were just uh, happy to get out and uh, come somewhere else and have a good time in Melbourne because uh, they gave up the goes pretty early in that match, but well done to the Matildas. Uh, oh, the Sydney Kings, Gonskis, back-to-back champs. But they're out after being beaten, overrun in the second half by the Breakers last night. The Illawarra Hawks went down uh, as well, uh, going down last night to Tassie, who won that pretty comprehensively. And uh, we've got the cricket starting today as well, Australia and New Zealand. But we're going over to Las Vegas. And Loza, morning to you, mate. What's been going on? Uh, a lot more Aussies have started to arrive, Mido. So there was a lot out and about last night. I actually ran into Chris Walker this morning down at the gym. And he's telling me that his young bloke is a ball boy over here for the weekend. So he's absolutely wrapped with that. Um, it was interesting walking the strip last night because you see them all out. All the Aussies are out uh, with their jerseys and hats and paraphernalia. So... Uh, it's takeover here in Vegas. The Aussies have arrived, they've landed, and they're making their mark. I believe there's a, or essentially the season launch over there tonight, your time, Loz. Yeah, I ran into Fletch and Hindy yesterday, Braith and Nasta. Uh, they, were, they arrived yesterday morning, so they were looking for things to do to stay awake. So you can imagine what the things to do were. That was obviously to find a bar and have a few beers and stay awake till about 8, 8.30 uh, last night. But no, they've got the official launch on tonight. Um, there is, uh, as I said, plenty of uh, media over here, uh, plenty of supporters um, and plenty of uh, advertising for the game. So they're doing all they can, the NRL, in terms of trying to create an atmosphere. Um, they look as though they're going to have about 40,000 people at the game. Uh, which will be fantastic. Uh, you can walk to the stadium. Uh, we're up the top end of the strip, and we're probably 45-minute walk from the stadium. Um, but it's an easy walk because you can you know, walk through the other casinos. You can have a drink on the way to the stadium. You can do whatever, but, you know, have something to eat. But um, I haven't been into the stadium yet, but it, it looks sensational. It's down near the Mandalay Bay. Um, but I was there last night. I, I went and... Um, Spoke to a group of people um, that have over here from from Australia. There's about 90 of them, um, and they were all excited. And a lot of them, it was their first time in Vegas. So you could understand how excited they would be. They love their football. Um, and I, I'm hoping that, um, yeah, they'll enjoy the sights and scenes and they'll enjoy the game on Sunday, uh, Saturday. Pup, morning to you, mate. What's doing? Morning, on a boys. Thursday. Happy Thursday. Yeah. Uh, Matilda's brilliant. Um, yeah, I saw uh, what Loz was just talking about. I saw everybody arrived uh, yesterday. They had a. Um, did they have a chartered flight from Australia for all Aussie fans, Aussie media, um, Fox the crew, etc.? NRL, et cetera, crew, et cetera, NRL as well. crew, yeah. So I saw. Yeah, they had a direct flight to Vegas. Yeah, okay. Unreal. So, so they didn't stop in LA or, or San Fran. Um, they had the direct flight over and they didn't get much sleep on the plane. The boys were telling me, um, they obviously had a, had a couple of drinks, but then they were, they were tired when they arrived. So they were up and down the strip. Isn't it funny though, when you, I don't know why, 
but Aussies always just stand out. <laughs> and they dress differently. We dress differently. <laughs> and obviously you can hear the, the Aussies. NRL jerseys probably a fair way. Yeah, but even, well. even without the NRL jerseys, we, we just stand out. And, uh, you know, the accent uh, is, is another thing that, that you pick up straight away. Um, and most of the places I've been in, you, there's always been a group of Australians. Um, and trust me, I've been into a lot of places over here at the moment, and you're running into plenty of Australians. So, And I can only imagine there's more coming in over the next 24 hours. Well, take us through. So what, did you, what have you done since we were on the show yesterday? Uh, basically, uh, I've just been walking up and down the strip, um, going into different casinos, talking to a different group of people, uh, running into people that I've met before, uh, running into people from the country, uh, New South Wales country, running into people from Queensland, running into people from Sydney. Um, and they're all excited. They're all excited. They think it's a wonderful idea. They hope it takes off. Um, and like me, when I run into Americans, they're all talking to Americans and talking to them about our game. Um, the weather has been perfect. It's shorts and T-shirt. Um, I haven't put on a jumper at all. Um, and that's even at night. Um, but I've been fairly quiet, so I've you know been home by nine o'clock. But uh, you know, there's always plenty of noise. In fact, I went to the gym this morning. And what about this, boys? True story. <laughs> I've found two suit jackets in the hallway. Walk past two suit jackets. So obviously, someone's had a big night. Oh, so just, just, they've just discarded them <laughs> just, in the hallway. Just discarded the suit jackets. Just hasn't made the room. So someone, yeah, just well, hasn't made it back to the What's going on in the hallway the then? <laughs> what? So, so, How do you... So, so well, I'm sort of right at the end, and as you can imagine, there's different pathways when you go to the lift from, mm. from the hotel. And I went round one um, hallway, there was a jacket, and then there was another jacket near the lift. So okay. I, I'm unsure of what happens, but you, you hear a lot of noise. As night. Yeah, there's a couple of wolf packs on your hallway by the sounds of it. A couple yeah. of Allens. I, I would think so. I would think so. But, um, yeah, it was uh, interesting. And uh, when I was talking to Chris Walker down at the gym this morning, he's got his family over here. He told me that he hired a car and he he took his um, family because he's got his kids over here. And he, he, the, the young girls were down at the gym training today and they're about 13 and, and 15. And they're from the Gold Coast and he, he said that they just couldn't believe their eyes when they went for a drive last night because they went to the old part of town as well mm. and then obviously doing the strip. But people just sleep during the day here and from about 6, 7 o'clock at night, it She's just on. starts to ramp up. Yeah, Beautiful. Well, all the teams will get there today that aren't there. Manly's obviously been there. Uh, also on the show today, fellas, we're going to speak to a break dancer. So I think this is a first. I'm not sure we've done this on the show before. Dr. Rachel Gunn, Australian breakdancer, and she will be competing in the Paris Games after breakdancing was added to the roster of sports. And uh, she won the Oceania qualifying event in October, and she's set to become an Olympian. So many questions. Like, do you get to choose your own music? Surely. Breakdancing work at the Olympics. That's yeah, that's interesting. Well, apparently it's basically you. It's one on ones, and you're judged. But we'll ask but, her but all about that. You, how the competition works. Are you, are you works. going up against the judges, or are you going no, no, up you, against someone else? You are being judged against someone else. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
That's as I understand it. We'll get clarification on that. Do you need that. to be sober while dancing? Because <laughs> <laughs> that takes out a lot of competition. Because not there's a, a lot of my mates, you're not touching a dance floor unless you've had too many. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> when do you start? I, when do you start the break dancing to be that good as well? As a youngster, you just grow up with it. A perfect 10 is the headline on the back page of the Daily Telegraph. Matilda's march into Olympics. And if you're just tuning in last night, uh, Tony Gustafsson, he brought Caitlin Ford and Michelle Heyman into the starting 11 at Marvel Stadium there against Uzbekistan. And, well, Heyman, she'd scored four goals in the first half. It was 8-0 at half time. The coach then made mass substitutions. 54,120 was the crowd there at Marvel Stadium. 10 nil against Uzbekistan. I mean, Clarky, it was... Yeah, it was, clubbies. It was clubbies is yeah. an understatement. Yeah, I saw the... But well done, the Matildas. Yeah, great it, win. And you know, uh, I'd rather us be sitting here talking about us winning 10 nil than uh, than losing. So, yeah, it's a great turnout. Geez, you got some support, the Matildas. There's no doubt about it. And they put on a put on a show. I watched parts of the first half, and that was enough for me, as you say, 8 nil at halftime. It's... Uh, Trouble, but um, yep, good win for the Aussies. And also, Kings kicked off thrown in NBL stunner. Yeah, uh, they, good. I saw they were up about seven, yeah, I think nine points in the first yep. half, fifty yep. forty one. When I was they had clicking. all the momentum, they just couldn't keep it. I think that's been, well, that yeah, that's been one of their biggest issues throughout the season. They, within a blink of an eye, they they just they lose the lead or they their defense know, they hasn't drop been good enough. so quickly yeah. and. Yeah, you could feel the frustration uh, on the court last night, Mido. Just seeing uh, coach wasn't happy at certain stages. Um, one stage, I think he did well to to bite his tongue. But yeah, you could feel they were just they had momentum. They were in front by, like you say, nine, and they should have been in front by by twenty. But they just couldn't. Um, oh, just errors, a lot of mistakes. The shooting was so inconsistent. And like you say, I think their defence throughout the whole year has been something that um, they've spoken about. Like every 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 player we've had, coach as well on the show for the Kings, they've said the same thing, but they haven't been able to fix their problems. Certainly not consistently enough. Uh, also, back page of the telly, DCE could be face of the NYC Eagles. So many stories with the, the NRL in Vegas about investment in America, rugby league America. Uh, getting players, getting celebrities involved, etc. A lot, surely, some on, on, entrepreneur is going to approach you over there to coach a side or something. You could be, end up doing business. You might never come back. Well, that might be my new venture, boys. I might be an investor. I might go and work for the franchise. Um, but do you need a media manager? <laughs> well, I could take you on board. You know, what place are we looking at? New York, Vegas. LA, where do, you, where, where do we want to go? To Dallas? Where's the franchise of choice? Nah, we'll go to New York. We'll go yeah, to New York. York. Go, yeah. That's where it's big. If you're going to make it, you're going to make it there. But, um, oh, look, I think anything's possible. Um, but it's plenty of talk at the moment. But if they can get it up and running, um, I think it'd be obviously a great thing for the game. Um, but I, I think we just sit and wait and see what happens after this game on, on Sunday and obviously they're meeting the commission, uh, the people that are involved in trying to set it all up. And if they get the backing of the, the NRL and they're committed to starting up these franchises and they get people behind it that have um, a little bit of money, 
uh, that want to invest in the game and grow the game, then anything's possible. You, you just never know. You've, you've got to start. You've got to start from somewhere. You've got to think big, uh, but you've got to be able to sustain it. That's the issue. You can't just, as we've always spoken about, have the, the sugar hit because it'll, it'll, there'll be some issues that, that, that they face and some challenges along the way. It's not going to be easy um, because people have tried in the past, but if they're trying it on a bigger scale and they've got people with a bit of money to support it and back it for a period of time, I mean, they've got to be in it for at least, what, 10 years, you would think. Mm. You, know, back. You, you can't be in there just putting it up for a year or two and then just pull it out. You've, you've got to be there for 10 years if you want to commit. Back page of the Courier-Mail, King Arthur's just a story on Jesse Arthur's there and sort of his road from, uh, well, nearly out the door at the Broncos at one point to being their first choice ring, winger really now uh, after Selwyn Cobbo, of course, moved into the centres. Dean Mariner picked as the other winger there for the Bronx against the Roosters on Sunday. And on the front page of the Sydney Morning Herald today, Turbo aims to strike at Lucky. And just a uh, story of Tom Trebojevic. There he is in front of the strip at MGM Grand. Uh, the great Turbo. And Loz, uh, can't wait to see him back in action uh, with all that bad luck, of course, due to various injuries. But it'll be interesting to see where he's actually at, considering you know, obviously coming back from that hamstring last year, you know, we sort of noted how he didn't sort of have that absolute acceleration off the mark that we're used to seeing from him. And, you know, maybe he was playing a bit within himself, uh, but we expect him to be all systems go come Sunday. Well, I think anyone that's had hamstring problems, when you come back, it's always in the back of your mind. So you've got to have that period where you can get through 12 months of not re-injuring it. And I think you'll see a different turbo. He won't be hesitant. There's no doubt that he was hesitant last year when he returned. It looked like he couldn't stretch out or didn't want to stretch out. Um, and he was withholding, um, you know, his, his natural sort of power and, and, and pace at times. Uh, but I think that'll be different because he's had some time now to work on all the injuries. He looks fit. Everything I've heard and I've seen of Tom, he looks like he's in for a big year. And hopefully he is. Because if he plays the majority of the games, history suggests that and their winning percentage suggests that they just make a finals. You know, he's around 75% when he plays. So I know we're doing our top eight later, but this Manly roster, it's a good roster. It's a good, it's as good a roster as they've had in the last few years. Um, and if they're all fit and all playing to their potential, there's no reason why they shouldn't play finals. And I've got them in my eight this year. I've got them in my eight based on Tom not having that bad luck and being there because he's an elite player and he's one of these players that gets the best in others. But the things that he does on the field, no one else can do. And uh, we will be revealing those top eights in about 20 minutes' time. All right, Smith can open door to greatness. Pup on the back page of The Australian today, 9 o'clock this morning. Uh, The first ball over there at the Basin Reserve at Wellington, the first test between New Zealand and Australia. It is... Just extraordinary to think the Kiwis have won one of the past 31 tests against us going back to November 1993. I think he played in that test at Hobart. I did uh, play in that test, yeah. Uh, back in about 2011 when we are going through an enormous transition period, of course, as well. But there's uh, Pat Cummins and Tim Southie, the, the captains on the back page of The Australian today. And just a story about Steve Smith and you know his teammates saying that his obsessiveness means he won't, won't stop until he aces this opening position mm. in the Australian batting lineup. Remember, we're coming off a defeat 
against the West Indies. So there's that sort of underlying pressure there coming off that shock loss. Yeah, I, well, I think Smitty's shown. He, he's, he's batted just about everywhere in the order. Um, he did carry his bat in that test too. Yeah, well, he's, he's played... He's opened the batting for five minutes. So I know there was... He, he, they asked him when he did his press conference after that series as well. They were saying he couldn't open, and then he came out and said, well, now I'm averaging 60. It's, it's just going to be judged on time. I think he, he's earned the right to have the time that he deserves. So he wants to open the batting. Let him open the batting. Um, let's see what the... If these wickets are half decent, he'll make... He can make 200s in, in, in these two test matches. He's... He's a, he's a great player. There's no doubt about it. He will adapt. He will adjust. He'll find a way. If he makes no runs in these two tests, it doesn't... To me, it makes no difference. If he wants to open the batting, then give him the time he needs. Give him a crack. Let him stay in that position. Um, and he'll find a way to yeah, to score runs, like I say. So, yeah, hopefully he does just to keep the media um, off his back. He needs one score and then they'll, you know talk about his brilliance. That's, that's the way this game goes. You've just got to find ways to perform. So I'm expecting the Aussies to win both test matches. I think it will be... Um, well, again, the pitches are important. If they produce uh, wickets that move around, that swing and seam, I think it'll be a really good two-test series. Uh, if they don't, I think Nathan Lyon will be the difference. I think he's that significant... Um, in the Australian team, but particularly because I don't think New Zealand uh, play spin or bowl spin as well as Australia does. Um, but I, I'm assuming, uh, listening to Pat Cummins speak yesterday, that Wicket's got a fair bit of grass on it, or it did last night. I'm assuming they'll leave that on there. The other thing as well about New Zealand, a lot is determined by sun or overcast conditions. If you get sun, even if it looks green, it plays pretty well. If you get overcast, it can be really hard to bat. So I'm sure both captains will be looking at the forecast quite closely. Um, but I hope it's a really hard-fought series. Fifth test between India and England starts later today as well. Uh, by the way, anyone who backed the Dallas Mavericks in the NBA yesterday, feeling oh, for you. Uh, what about that buzzer beater? For anyone who hasn't seen it, uh, Cleveland... 121-119, the Cavs' Max Struess, a 59-foot buzzer beater from the other side of half court. Heartbreaking. As time it? expired to win the game, uh, you don't see that too often from beyond half court to win a game. Uh, so we were just watching replays of it here in the studio. Extraordinary stuff. All right, it is 6 o'clock. Uh, give us a call, 1353 53 on the text line. Uh, there was a... Nice little dad joke here for you, Loz. I'm over here in Vegas. They're calling me arthritis because I'm getting into every joint, says Dan. <laughs> Thank you, Dan. Well, it's very funny, you know, talking about one joint. I ran into this, uh, well, a couple of blokes last night, and it was about, I don't know, five o'clock. And I said, oh, how's it going, mate? And he said, yeah, good. He said, better than my mate. And I said, all oh, right. He goes, yeah. He got in at seven o'clock this morning. And he said he's had two hours sleep, and he said he's he's back at it. And he goes, mate, he went everywhere last night. <laughs> and I said, all right. I said, um, is he is he over here with other people? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. His his wife's still going. <laughs> oh no, so wait. So so his what wife party's harder than him. <laughs> oh, good girl. So he's trying to keep up with her. That's why he married yes. her. Yes, it's extraordinary. Good girl. Teamwork, Mido. Let's, let's get him on the show. 